Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. We're talking again. Our bodies were made. For Swapcast. I'm your host, Paul Mitzi, and with me we have Lucy Thomas and Brendan Levi. Every episode, we watch a film in the body swap movie genre and break it down for you. This week, we are watching the 2002 comedy The Hot Chick, starring Rob Schneider, Anna Faris, and Rachel McAdams. The IMDb synopsis of the film states An attractive and popular teenager who is mean spirited towards others finds herself in the body of an older man and must find a way to get back to her original body. So guys, our first ever listener choice episode. Are we mm-hmm. excited? Yes. Yes. People voted very wisely. They wisely, yes. Yeah. We gave the choice to our listeners and gave them three options. Big, the Lindsay Lohan Freaky Friday, and the Hot Chick. And it was a landslide victory yes. for the Hot Chick. Woo! 80% of the vote. Is this what you guys expected to happen? Yes. I I, I thought definitely Hot Chick or or Big was the toss-up. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I thought that Freaky Friday might have had a chance because there's mm. a lot of Lilo lovers yeah. out there. Yeah, but we just had. We've had like two of them already. Yeah. <laughs> there's still three to go. And we also need to talk about Lilo. Yeah, I was going to say maybe if we did the voting this week, yeah. it might have had a better chance because she's back in the news for like, which, trying to kidnap a child yeah, and then she, she got punched ki- in the face. Yeah. What? And she's speaking with a fake Arab accent. Yeah, she, what is going on with Lilo? She found like a, a, a Muslim family on the street and like a homeless Muslim family and started like speaking in an Arabic accent to them and like yeah. demanding they come back to a hotel room and like screaming at them and stuff and, and one take of them her turns kids away. And she's um, bloody Facebook living it or whatever, like what? Instagram stories. Yeah. And that one of them turns around, socks are in the face. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. I shouldn't have laughed like that. <laughs> but it was just for, like, it's just so crazy you can't believe it's real. No, yes. What? Mm. Like, what? Like, she was trying to, like, she, in her she mind, caught? she was. Has she been apprehended? In her mind, she was trying to help them. She was like. Where was she? I think it was France. I'm not maybe. sure. Yeah. I think it was somewhere in Europe. In her mind, she was helping the family because they were homeless and she wanted to take them to her room and feed them and clothe them and have the hat for them to have a bed to sleep in. But the way she went about it was like You're completely wrong. Uh, this crazy <laughs> yeah. woman comes up to Why you. Why was she speaking with that accent as well? Like it just makes no sense. But she does that now. Like she, her accent changes all the time. This, we need to help her blink once if something's wrong. You know what I mean? Like, she's in trouble. Yeah. Maybe when we do do the Freaky Friday review, we'll do like it as a telethon and people can like donate yeah. money to help her. We'll get a GoFundMe for Lindsay. <laughs> or we could just be really nice instead. Because, <laughs> like, you know, maybe that's what the center would say. Is everyone being terrible? 
I think it's because she had a feud with Hillary and... Um, oh, comes back to Hillary <laughs> Duff with Paul. Yeah. So anyone that, you know, crosses Hillary will suffer in some way. Oh, my God, though, how quickly did this get derailed? <laughs> Can I just say, yeah. getting back to the task at hand, I would have been happy with any any yeah. of the movies that won. Yeah. I would have really been happy. Yeah. I still hope that we do. I think the real loss to us Friday. and our fans is that... We have to wait until yeah, like we've got like again. I've got like another five garbage movies like lined up, and then we can do. You got to space them out. I get that. <laughs> yeah, in I guess related body swapping stuff that's happened. Uh, have either of you started watching Maniac? Yes, no. It's a new Netflix, it's on the Netflix series with Emma Stone and Jonah Hill. No spoilers. Uh, no spoilers, but in episode three or four. Uh, Emma Stone's character does a extended monologue about body swapping movies. So, wow. yeah, um, something to look out for there. It was going to be one of my tenuous links, but I, it won't be. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> See you, bye. And another body swap related news. I finally finished the original novel of Vice Versa, which was the yeah. world's very first body swapping Story. novel from um like 1860 or something <laughs> had it hold up to fred savage yeah it, it was the original version of the Re- fred savage mm. it was actually entertaining mm-hmm. um i was like is this going to be a slog something from the 1800s yeah but i would recommend any of our listeners actually read it it's strangely similar to everything we've watched like the yeah nothing has changed since mm. the 1800s did you borrow it from the library or i <laughs> um, you get it? i bought it on the kindle store okay yeah and just read it on my I ipad that kindle mm. yeah store. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah well worth a read cool for our like, cultured listeners all right so down to this <laughs> <laughs> did he just insult us <laughs> <laughs> Did I insult you? You are uncultured swine. <laughs> and for the rest of you dummies. Here's <laughs> <laughs> <not> a hot chick. <laughs> Jessica, you look great. Are you doing something different or just hanging out with skankier friends? <laughs> <laughs> wow, Bianca, you look really good too. Um, are you eating less or just barfing more? <laughs> <laughs> barfing more. So, the hot chick. Mm-hmm. So, my question to you guys. This is what our listeners wanted. Did they make a good choice? Are you happy with the hot chick? Brendan has to go first. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I was, like, very surprised how entertaining this film yeah. was. I Like, I watched it, obviously, when it came out. I thought you said you did, hadn't seen it. Yeah, I thought. I think I was thinking of Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo, but... Very different film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, uh, there's some shared problematic elements. Mm. And uh, there was a callback to Juice Bigelow in this film. It was Juice Bigelow first? Yes. Wow, okay. I yeah, that's interesting that. Yeah, yeah. that they gave him another. Did you, <laughs> did you notice the callback? I haven't seen it. Yes, I heard it. Yeah. So in Wait, this... I think I have. I think I have. Yeah, so in the scene, in the, in the prom scene at the end of the film... Mm-hmm. Um, when the larger girl is dancing, someone yells out, that's a huge bitch, which uh, is a quote from Juice Bigelow. Yeah. And every subsequent film after. Yeah. So <laughs> it's really hard when you go back and watch movies that you enjoyed. Yeah. Because you find out that they're all bad. Not yeah. They're not bad films, 
but they feature many horrible themes and just things that would not get past anything anymore. You know, it's like all the John Hughes movies are like, ah, racist, ah, sexual harassment, ah. Yeah, so there's a lot of that in this, which I don't know if you want to bring that down or if it needs to be acknowledged. (laughs) Let's start there, yeah. Well, (laughs) so I think that this film is interesting in the fact that it does have those elements. Mm. There is, there's definite homophobic stuff. There's borderline rape jokes. Fat shaming. Fat shaming. But there's also elements that are quite progressive Mm -hmm. in there as well. Yeah. So Rachel McAdams' character has a little brother Mm. that is always trying on her clothes and her makeup and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the way the film handles that is actually mm. pretty cool. Like the dad's like, "Come on, you're gonna, gonna have to learn. Him. Yeah, you're gonna yeah, have to learn gonna... to run in heels." Yeah. yeah, and like she's upset at the little brother for doing it, but not because he's trying on girls' clothes. It's because he's going through all their stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's like this subplot where there's a biracial friend oh, who's half <laughs> half black and half Korean. Mm. And she has a Korean mother that's like doting all the time and she feels embarrassed by it because she's embarrassed by her like Asian half. Mm. And there are problematic jokes, but I feel like the overall message of that of that subplot yeah. was actually quite positive. Yeah, and it was about her like embracing being biracial. Ling Ling! L to the I to the N to the G. Ling Ling, you forgot your bling bling. Mom, you're ruining my life. I just want to meet you halfway. Nigga, please. So, yeah, it's it's kind of weird. Like, the film has this balancing act of problematic and progressive. Well, yeah, because yeah. at the same time, it's written by two white guys. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know Aren't if they that, all? that yeah. message would fly. I think... Comparing this film to a lot of the other films we've watched, I feel like a lot of body swap films try to be really grounded. Like the body swap element is the fantastical and then everything else is in the real world. Whereas this film is a lot more willing to get like over the top, ridiculous, almost to like, like that. Wayans Brothers scary movie mm. level of humor. <laughs> but it's just like it totally works. Yeah. Like nothing really falls flat except for all the problematic stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, but there's some magic recipe in there that makes yeah. it awesome. There's some some genuinely hilarious mm. sequences in this film. Yeah. Every pillow fight I was just <laughs> I was just rolling. Yeah. <laughs> They just come out of nowhere. They're just all of a sudden. Mm. <laughs> Could we, can we call it that this film has the best pillow fights in cinematic history? Probably. Oh, I can't think of any of us. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess a big part of this film is Rob Schneider's performance. The whole film hinges on a body swap between Rachel McAdams as the cool popular girl in school and Rob Schneider, who was like this you know, old criminal, gross criminal guy. But the film kind of doesn't really focus on Rachel McAdams having Rob Schneider's in her body. It's all really about 
Rob Schneider with Rachel McAdams in his body. It's like, body. what do you think yeah. her screen time even was? It was like under 10 minutes, yeah. I and, feel. I mean, this was her first starring role. Like okay. the film I literally at the end says introducing Rachel right. McAdams. Isn't yeah. that interesting? Yeah. Well, I remember like looking at her IMDb, IMDb profile mm-hmm. and just being like, when did she start working? Because there is like, there's a lot of big stuff, but there's not a lot going on. Yeah. For like mm. the 2000s. Yeah. She just kind of like hit it big with this cinematic gem. Mm. Lucky for her. <laughs> While I was doing my research, this film came out in December 2002 in America, which would mean that it was eligible for the 2003 Academy Awards. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked, what was actually, what actually won that year? So best picture was Chicago. Mm-hmm. And best actor, lead actor, was Adrian Brody for The Piano. Oh, my God. I love. It's The Pianist. The Pianist, sorry. The Pianist. The Piano is a different movie, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. With Jane I love Campion. Adrian Brody so much. I do like Adrian Brody, but I have to say, in hindsight, <laughs> Rob Schneider was robbed. Mm. <laughs> Rob Schneider was. And I'm going. I'm not. Robbed. I, I, robbed, robbed Schneider. <laughs> robbed Schneider. I'm not even being facetious. This is a spectacular <laughs> film performance. He hits every note that he should. Totally. Every nuance of Rachel McAdams he gets. And you totally believe that he is that character. There's a little bit too much limp wrist for me. But I do feel like she, she wasn't walking around with a limp wrist. No. But I yeah. do, I do feel like a lot of her, the way she speaks and her facial expressions, I do agree with you. He really was doing a good job. I think, I think, like <laughs> Brendan thinks it's shit. Over at me. Yeah, because you're the one that moaned when I said that. So explain uh, yourself. No, I don't think he was Academy Award winning. <laughs> well. Jesus, Robert Downey Jr. was nominated for Academy Award for when he did blackface in Tropic Thunder. Tell me this is not as good <laughs> as that. Sure. It was as good as that. Yeah. Like <laughs> a thousand times better. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. Rob Schneider has been in a lot of trash. And I think people want to pile up on him in general. Mm-hmm. But... And you know, I'm I'll be on that train as well. I hate a lot of the things that he's done. Mm. This film, his performance, brilliant. You think you're so cool because you can pee with your penis? Get a new conditioner. Your ends are totally split. All right, so I guess we should talk about the plot of this film. Oh yeah. So the film actually opens in <laughs> Abyssinia in 500 BC. Yeah. <laughs> When I was doing my uh, research, I found this letterboxed review, and it's it's spectacular, but it's way too long to read the whole thing. But I liked his description of the opening sequence. He says, uh, the film opens with a magnificent set piece set in ancient Egypt. It has some of the best production design and CGI I've seen. The music isn't cliche at all, and it was very necessary to the movie. Like that scene really, really needed to be there. Most high school rom-coms are seriously missing a scene set in ancient fucking Egypt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Brave choice, I think, for a... uh... For a high school comedy yeah. to be. Yeah. I was like, is this necessary? 
And then when they introduced the uh, the witch girl, I was like, oh wait, is it is it Egypt? Like is it ancient Egypt curse or is it is it Sailor <laughs> Witch? Does the witch woman? do a spell? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I liked it. I like when these buddy swapping films put effort into the mechanics so of it. So do I. If you think about the last film we watched, which was like random sand timers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, this film, it gave us a clear explanation. There was a an Egyptian princess who didn't want to be married off to some, like, sleazy pharaoh. So she used these magical earrings to swap bodies with her servant. And then somehow those magical earrings, thousands of years later, end up in an American mall. Mall shop, <laughs> yeah. And they're not for sale. They're just, yeah. they're just there. Like, Adams <laughs> is such a bitch. She just oh. steals them. We're then introduced to Rachel McAdams. She's like the cool girl in school, but mm. she's absolute cow to everyone. Mm. She has her like three best friends and they go around being mean to it's anyone. basically just a first like draft them. of Mean Girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's funny that, Pretty much all the other body swap movies we have has had this character, yep. but they've always been the villain and not the, yep. you know, the yeah. main crux of the story. Mm. So anyway, she's go goes to the mall with her friends, finds these magical earrings that aren't for sale, so she steals them, and then goes to get petrol for her car, and the petrol station is getting robbed by criminal. Rob. But yeah, <laughs> the robbed Rob Schneider, uh, who yeah, he's robbing the petrol station, and then when he's leaving, has to pretend to be the attendant so that they don't realize what's going on. Mm. And she drops one of the earrings at that point. He picks it up. They both put their one part of the earring on that night, and when they wake up, they're in each other's bodies. So, just first thing I want to put a pin in. Yeah. Just in what world would Rob Schneider's character have both his ears pierced? <laughs> but not be wearing earrings at any like yeah. other point in the film. Yeah. This oh, makes 2000. zero. It makes zero sense, Brendan. <laughs> Go like, with me on this. I feel like in 2000, boys had their ears pierced. I, I feel like uh, I lots recall of my... Boys, lots of boys have their ears pierced. I've, got heaps, I've got heaps of friends that have their ears pierced. <laughs> um, but, yeah, not Rob not, Schneider's yeah, okay, character. character sure. I think it's just as possible for this to happen than like whenever in all the other movies we've watched where it's like, yeah, I, I wish I was you. No, I, I wish yeah, I was you. I just need to stop trying to put logic into these things, don't I? Yeah. Like, I just need to give up. I guess it's a similar situation to dating the enemy where they they kind of warp out of their bodies and then they end up in each yeah. other's houses in each other's clothes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rob Schneider's body wakes up that now has Rachel McAdams in it and has to find like clothes and sneak out of the house and Rachel McAdams with Rob Schneider inside of her doesn't really do we even see what she gets up to the she goes, well, I guess they both discover. Yeah, she goes, where's my? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Through the act of urinating, both mm. of them realize what's happened. I wrote down, first time there's been a P dick finding caper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I could have worded that a bit better, but yeah, it was like. Yeah. And this film was very genitalia obsessed. Mm-hmm. 
Like all the friends wanted to see the dick of yeah. Rob Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> he has a surprisingly nice butt, really. I don't know. Do you <laughs> reckon it was? He was here? probably a double. Yeah. Yeah, because he seems so hairy, and that butt was hairless. No, you see, this is the thing. He, yes, but not really. Like, he, there's so many bits where you know they're like, he's being all disgusted at himself because well, yeah. it's her in his body, so he's removing his nasal hair, and she. She's looking all over the body and it's like, he's got a tiny bit of chest hair, but like everything else is fully cleaned up. There's no snail trail or anything. He's got the full Hollywood treatment. Yeah. (laughs) He just has a bad hairdo. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Though I did like the bit where he, she decides to, you know, take all the hair off of the body and like Mm. does a nose hair trim and it's like this forest of hairs falling out (laughs) yeah and like um plucking his eyebrows and um i did appreciate that as as someone with a lot of hair (laughs) 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 that it acknowledges (laughs) what it's like to be a guy and waxing your face your facial hair (laughs) that would suck (laughs) she puts the wax on his face also, I just love the way there's so many opportunities. Like, you know, when he's sneaking out of the house because he's like, my parents can't find me yeah, in this yeah. house, in this body. And there's a few other times where just if that was reality and you saw someone that looked like Rob, Schne- <laughs> Rob Schneider <laughs> looking through a window at you <laughs> or like lurking <laughs> under the bleachers or whatever, you would just be so terrified. <laughs> Yeah, I think this film definitely takes advantage of how horrifying (laughs) Rob Schneider looks. (laughs) But this film, I think, probably delves into, like, the nitty-gritty of being a guy and being a girl more than a lot of the other films we've watched. Like, this is the first... Well, I guess Dating the Enemy did talk about PMS. Mm. This is the first one... They just touched on it. Yeah, Yeah. this is the first time... Uh, characters had to like purchase tampons because yeah. they were now a woman. I gotta do what? <laughs> Put that clip there, Brenda. <laughs> I gotta do what? Um. Oh, actually, it'll oh, be oh. me. It'll be me editing <laughs> yeah. this week's episode. So if there's like random Hillary Duff songs like scattered through the episode, <laughs> you can't know make why. it a Hillary Duff podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes no sense for our theme. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care, and that's why hey you'll be now, hearing hey something. Now. Right now. <laughs> hey now, hey now. This is what dreams are made of. Hey now, hey now. This is what dreams are made of. So, th- I guess the rest of the film is Rob Schneider with Rachel McAdams inside of her. <laughs> I don't know. How am I going to say this? (laughs) The character of Jesse in Rob Schneider's body trying to maintain some semblance of her life while also trying to work out how to swap back. Mm. And in the course of that, she has to make amends with all the people that she was awful to because at first she thinks they're all... The suspects. Well, she thinks they're the people that might have changed, swapped her over. And in the course of that, realize that they're actually Mm. like nice and makes friends with them. Yeah. And I love that they just flip instantly. And like she just gets this gaggle of girlfriends who were like, you were really mean to me, but now I'll help you because this bad thing happened to you. Yeah. Yeah. 
But the tone of the film makes it, it works. Yeah, it works. completely. I loved the ragtag team of yeah. girls that were. Yeah. yeah. Because the film as a whole was more ridiculous, mm. it didn't feel weird that the girls just instantly believed yeah. that it so had that, happened. And I loved that so many people did know and did believe it. I just, yeah. it's such a stupid thing, but I just loved it that it was like very quick to convince anyone. Yeah. And then the next scene would always be. Rob Schneider pulling sure, his pants dead. down because <laughs> everyone was just like, well, just wanted to have a look at it. But the only person that like had a hard time believing it was the Rachel boyfriend. McAdams' boyfriend, <laughs> yeah, which was hilarious, <laughs> just getting so creeped out that this like elderly man <laughs> was like following him around. And yeah, the first he time he did have a hard time when when in the middle of the night when she decides to call, call him. him up. Hello? Why, who is this? I should have made love to you when I had the chance. Father Mulcahy? I feel like stuff like that, just once, like, everything just kept reminding me of when I was in high school. Because I feel like this was set, was, like, we would have been prime. This was when I was in year... Year 12. Yeah, yeah. When did it come out again? 2002. Okay. Yeah. And so, so everything just seemed really relevant to me. Mm. Like the the priest joke, I was like, yeah, I remember everyone making jokes about the, <laughs> yeah. about the church because of Spotlight. Yeah. Still happening now. <laughs> and, and when- Oh, my God, Amy Adams. <laughs> Whoa. Rachel McAdams. Yeah. What? Who did uh, I say? I said Amy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just went with you. it. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> you never know the name know of anyone. <laughs> Samantha. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the other very timely joke was um, when Rachel McAdams frames another girl for shoplifting mm. and the when the security guards are dragging her away, they call her Winona. Winona yeah. Because that oh, was just How did I that. miss that? That's awesome. Yeah. And then the clothes, everyone oh, constantly the clothes like, and the haircuts and the phones. The f- yeah, yes. <laughs> straight away you know what time it is. It's amazing. What were you going to say? That I interrupted you oh, as I, I always gonna... do. <laughs> I was also going to say, uh, and all the gay, like, like gay fear of yeah. every yeah. single joke. I was like, that was high school, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But probably not as in a funny way to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I cried every time, but it's okay. You can laugh at that. <laughs> We've already established on a previous episode that you're homophobic. I just love the way, though, that the joke is like he's expressing his love for his girlfriend and his friend is like, you're so gay. It's like, no, he's very, very straight. You know what I mean? Like, oh. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's pretty gay. <laughs> no! <laughs> Toxic masculinity yeah. over here. I don't care how in touch with the feel- with your feelings you are. The stuff he was saying. Everyone was cringing, including you, okay. Yes, so absolutely. And I also wrote, if your heart is beating faster and slower at the same time, you are about to die <laughs> and you need to call a doctor. <laughs> But Tell someone, take an aspirin, do first aid. It's like a high school relationship. It's no, like, if a boy said that to me in high school, I'd be like, I'm busy that day. Sorry, <laughs> bye. But he was like, uh, you know, whenever she's not near me, like my, my <sighs> heart and soul is reaching out. For <sighs> All this stuff, it's like. <sighs> so high school. It's so terrible. <laughs> yeah, um, so boys never spoke to me that way in high school. 
Yeah. I don't um, think anyone speaks oh. like he does. Yeah. Like anyone now, in history. Now, who is that? So he is Matthew Lawrence, who yeah. was the younger brother of Joey Lawrence. Who did? Who was, you don't know Joey Lawrence. He was like a huge pop star in the 90s. What was his music? All right. I'm going to play a song for, for everyone. You. Right anyway. now. Yeah. I will, I'll play it. I'll play it so you know. <laughs> Okay, so we won't be able to use any of that audio of me playing it, but just know that I was in Paul a complete had a religious experience. bliss zone and Brendan and Lucy have no idea what that song was. No, never heard of it. <laughs> that was his older brother, Joey Lawrence, who was a pop star. Mm-hmm. And then they had a sitcom together later on. And then Joey Lawrence went bankrupt and got addicted to drugs and now i think he's on a show with like melissa joan hart or something but anyway that's your history lesson for the day melissa joan hart's (laughs) still around yeah they had a show called melissa and joey i'm pretty sure whoa Mm. i guess is there anything else about this plot that we need to cover yes the movie this movie is ruined by anna faris's bad lip liner (laughs) <laughs> we That's need, not the plot. <laughs> we need to put it on a picture of it on our yeah. social. Oh my Paul, god! When you edit this, can you put a like an audio cue of her lips? cat scratch? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> you don't understand. Did, was it not distracting to either of you? Okay, so Guys, obviously, check out, check out the uh, the Instagram and the Facebook. Obviously, or... since then, she has had her lips plumped up, oh, and yeah, like yeah. she admits to that. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. But my god, the makeup artist was like, "It's fine. We'll just overdraw your lips so that you look like a drag queen." It's like you can <laughs> see her tiny lip underneath this really overdrawn, and because of the time period. Oh, that time was, it was really cool to wear like a darker lip line than the color of your lipstick. And it's just a horrible, horrible, it's a mess. You know, though, I have to say, I don't hate early 2000s fashion. Mm. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I actually don't think they look that bad in this film. Rob Schneider did in the shit that they put him oh, in. Okay. I also, but the we also girls didn't talk about didn't that. look that bad. Like, you know, they had they like, the little it's bad. Yeah, I hated it. tube tops and it's terrible. So top. many Rachel type haircuts from friends <laughs> and like lots of bad streaks in their hair and bootcut jeans. Oh my God, I hated it all, Paul. I'm sorry. I think I think that fashion's in a worse place right now. I think looking, I think people will Even look you back. Even go at me? You <laughs> look like shit today. No. Um, it came from the gym. I, <laughs> I want it on no. record that I worked out. Um, <laughs> I think that there's a lot of outfits that I see girls wearing now that I'm like, you will look at a picture of yourself in a couple of the years and think, what the fuck? Yeah, completely. But I pretty much do that with every outfit I've ever worn. <laughs> the day after, I'm like, ugh, girl. Um, I don't think that what they're wearing in this film is as bad as what I see a lot of girls wearing right yeah, like, now. You know what I'm really confused by now? What? Like the... The extreme athleisure that's going on, like the Kardashians wearing bike shorts and um, yeah. those really fucking ugly sneakers. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Is that, oh, is that what I saw? Like I saw hmm. um, from my bus window a woman wearing like a Adidas full length dress. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So completely. And it's it's I just, just thought really she was funny. Poor and she like fiddled like <laughs> I mean like sewed together like some old like snap pants or something. Yeah. No, it's a real thing. And also just like now it's really cool to dress like Jerry Seinfeld, like very bad sneakers with very bad jeans. Yeah. Yeah. We're in a bad place right now, mm. and you feel like running around and like shouting in people's faces, like, mm. "Can't you all see this? <laughs> Am I the only one seeing this?" That being said, though, um, the fashion the fashion in this movie was really bad, and I we might need to get your glasses checked <laughs> because I cannot. Although I will grant that Anna Faris's prom dress was cute. Okay, uh, my maybe my favorite thing about this film was, well, there's two, um, would be. The way, like, the girls are helping Rob Schneider and just he never gets given appropriate clothes. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> then he, yeah, he, he steals a suit from, well, she steals a suit from her dad yeah. to get out of the house. And then from that point on, he's wearing, like, a Powerpuff Girls t-shirt and tiny, <laughs> like, females underwear. Yeah. Um, and it's just very funny. Yeah. The makeover scene. <laughs> that yeah. was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So amazing. They, what was your favorite Rob Schneider? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to say. Oh. Wait, so I'll explain uh, the joke. Are you gonna say this? Oh, yeah. yeah. So the the joke is like he goes to the hairdresser <laughs> and he's they're doing all these like different haircuts <laughs> on him. And then you realize at the end that they've gone through every single backstreet boys. <laughs> they've got a poster and they've been crossing them off. And then who do they land on? Who's the one that they... I don't know their names. Yeah, the yeah. one with the black hair. Yeah. The one who has Rob Schneider's hair. Yeah. <laughs> so he just looks like himself. But I'd say um, like the blonde, blonde Rob Sch- Schneider was actually, actually right. Yeah. He actually looked okay. They yeah. should have just stayed with that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I can remember watching montages like that when I was younger and wanting to be like, you know that we know that this isn't real, right? Like, to the people that made the film, it's like, he's got longer hair now. How can that be? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not buying this. I'm 11. I know this is bullshit. Yeah. And how many times have you gone to the hairdresser and got five different haircuts? I know, the hairdresser would be like, can you please fuck off? Yeah. <laughs> I, I've I've been plenty of times and grinned through my teeth and been like, this yeah. is the shittest haircut. Yeah. I, I'm I, too much of a like weak person to be like, completely. this was shit. I want my yeah. money back. <laughs> that used to be my whole life, basically, um, until I found the hairdresser that I have now. And he just, everything he does is the best. But Anthony, shout out. <laughs> I had many horrible haircuts before that and exactly the same just sat through them all that's great thanks yeah. i asked for just a trim and now i have no hair cool <laughs> the shenado take my money <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah one of the uh, comic high points of this film is the nightclub sequence amazing <laughs> there's so many different elements to this that were mm. that were parodied, parodied yeah. yeah um so i i I quite like that the nightclub that they go to is called Instant Tang. <laughs> it's such a good name for a nightclub. <laughs> and it was so, so early 2000s looking and mm. the music was every, so... Every yeah, yeah. song tied it exactly yeah. to where it was in time. It was amazing. Shake your ass. <laughs> Watch yourself. <laughs> Which was in a boy-girl thing as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Crossover. Yeah. And I guess the other crossover to... 
other films is that this film also starred Adam Sandler, the star yeah. of The Cobbler. Yes. I really didn't enjoy Adam Sandler's cameo in this. So Adam Sandler's cameo is actually a return of one of his SNL characters. Right. Ooh. So apparently that, yeah, that was a, a recurring character and the joke was always that he'd explain things and then say that you can, you, put, your weed in you there. can put your weed in there. Um, And I big SNL fan and I love many of his characters, opera boy anyone, but <laughs> I didn't like this. Sorry. Yeah. I remember when I f- watched this the first time in the mm-hmm. cinema, which was part of a three-movie movie marathon. Oh, my God, amazing. What were the other movies? Tell me now. I, I remember <laughs> I remember the first film was Sweet Home Alabama, mm-hmm. and I remember the last film was Hot Chick, and I'd be racking my brain to think of what was the, the middle, middle film was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember hating Sweet Home Alabama and loving the Hot Chick. Do you still hate Sweet Home Alabama? Yeah, I haven't watched it since. Do you know what soured me on that film Mm -hmm. is like there's a scene where she outs her best friend, yeah, like in a really mean way, and then he just forgives her afterwards. I remember that. Yeah, her her best friend was played by Ethan Embry, and like there's a scene where she gets like super drunk and then outs him in front of everyone in a really mean way. Not a good thing to do. And I think when I first watched it, I was, like, in the same situation. Like, I was closeted with most people, and that really rubbed me the wrong way. Mm. So, I think and I was going to say somebody outed you. I was like, what? No, no, no one outed me, but, like, I remember watching that and thinking, like, how could he ever forgive her mm. for that shit? And yeah. I've never watched it since. So maybe now that I'm in a different place, I could watch that and have mm. a different perspective on it. So, yeah, I remember when I watched it in a cinema, I really enjoyed the joke where Adam Sandler's beating the the drums drums. and you think it's like a part of the soundtrack and then you realize it's just him on the side Mm -hmm. and then he's like, oh, sorry. You enjoyed that now or then? Then. And this time I didn't laugh. I know. It's funny how when you were a bit younger, that was just like a mind-blowingly funny joke. (laughs) (laughs) I think the other part of that joke is that if you didn't know it was coming, it is a bit of a surprise. Yeah. Whereas now that we knew that it was coming, it's But you really... kind of know it's coming It's anyway. sort of done to death now, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So there's a couple of comic set pieces in this nightclub sequence. One, the reason that they're there is because they suspect one of these girls is part of a, a cult and she's the one that's... <laughs> done the body swap to her yeah so the way you know that someone's part of this cult is that they have a giant scorpion tattoo on their back so she decides they're gonna have like a dance off to (laughs) rip off the girl's top to find the tattoo it is a great sequence (laughs) so they start dancing together and she's starts ripping at her top and stuff and then other people join in yeah. And, and they do the same thing. Their moves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah. So, uh, and we, this is where the swap in episode five, the swap, we had another dance that everyone was like, hey, yeah, let's all do that same dance as well. So mm-hmm. I'm just pointing out all the. Yeah. <laughs> and I just love the way that you knew that that was episode five. That was very good. Thank you. <laughs> good <laughs> knowledge there. Um, the the dance off is where 
that's where Rob Schneider's Oscar grab would come from. <laughs> uh, he, was, he was just so good. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just got the most horrible outfit on. Again, it basically looks like he's wearing women's clothes. <laughs> it's great. And then we get to the scene where Rob Schneider decides to go to the toilet um, and she has to use a penis in a urinal for the first, first time. time. <laughs> which... Is it a fucking stupid scene <laughs> if you think about it? Because, like, Lucy, as a, as a girl that's 18, you mm-hmm. would have known how a urinal works. Yes, as an 18 year old girl, um, I, I think I could work it out. I would be like, why is there ice in here? But I wouldn't touch it because I would assume that it had piss on it. Yeah. But yeah, I could work out how to pee out of a dick, I think. Just point it down. <laughs> Just point it down, right? No. Yeah, what are you talking Oh. Point it down? Are you crazy? <laughs> what, up at your face? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, and so, like, is the implication that up until this point, either she hadn't weed in his body or she was always just sitting, sitting down? down. But yeah. wouldn't that, isn't sitting down harder for a dude? I don't know. We don't you need to get into it. Down. You could sit down if you, like, you just have to fold things the right way. <laughs> yeah, so that, I feel like that would be more trouble than just standing up and doing it. I think I think you underestimate how hard it is to aim. And as a girl, just suddenly with this new penis, I could see it being difficult. Women are amazing. We can do anything. <laughs> you should put that on a T-shirt. Women are so amazing that they could learn how to pee with penis. We could pee out penis. of dicks. <laughs> you think it's so cool because you can pee with your penis. <laughs> Uh, but that that's that scene though um gave me heaps of flashbacks to what (laughs) toilet training (laughs) what are you going to say (laughs) uh, time time to get vulnerable with my audience okay i'm a shy peer (laughs) this might not be something that you might understand yeah because girls have stalls where yeah, I wouldn't pee in front of other people. Yeah, ne- mm. and neither would I. Mm. Neither, so, and so you don't. But uh, yeah, I don't. I've I've sort of <laughs> learned to to love myself, and I've just embraced that. Yeah. But I have actually tried on numerous occasions to to like fight my fears, mm. and has only <laughs> resulted in awkward conversations where. I've gone up to a urinal next to someone, pulled out my dick, and just stood there. And gone, I can't do it. And then I'm just a guy, not peeing, mm. holding my penis next to a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I and keep then, laughing. And then, when, and then my you heart stops pumping. You talk to them. Uh, no, I don't talk to them. Yeah, don't. But it's quite <laughs> obvious that I've just whipped it out, and I'm just standing next to someone, and then I... Figure out this isn't working, and I put it away. <laughs> the more appropriate thing to do is start masturbating. <laughs> I keep, I keep laughing, but I'm not laughing at you. All I can think you of, are, but yeah. No, all I can think of is the fucking scene in the movie yeah, yeah, where the guys, the guys, like you can go shy guy in the store if you want, and this is when you guys thought I was laughing at all the fart jokes. <laughs> Schneider's delivery of being so disgusted by what was going on in the toilet. It was so good and so, I don't know, I would react that way. Like he was doing an accurate portrayal of a disgusted (laughs) female. (laughs) 
But yeah, she even said he even said as well when he had to get the dick out. He said, oh, "Disgusting, wrinkly." <laughs> <laughs> And, so, and that's how we found out Rob Schneider's not circumcised. <laughs> <laughs> so another guy comes up to the store <laughs> in this douchebag, like frat boy, mm. and ponytail. Yeah, and uh, Rob Schneider's like looking at his dick while mm. he's peeing to get like pointers of how to do it. And the guy's <laughs> getting all freaked out. He's like, "Take a picture." <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he finally whips it out. And starts peeing, has no control over it, goes everywhere. There's like a bathroom attendant. He's who's coaching try- him. He's coaching him. He's like, you know, aim at that cigarette in there. It's um, a good scene. It's, it's so scene. stupid, but it is funny. I don't know what. It makes no sense. It's stupid, but yeah. we were all in hysterics watching mm. it. So. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. This film wasn't well received either. Really? When it came out. 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Roger Ebert called it one of the worst films of all time. Mm. He hated it. Why people say it uptight? They should have got a <laughs> fucking 15-year-old to review it. They'd be like, this is the best. In my memory, I thought this was like a giant hit, but yeah, it wasn't really. The, um, the US gross was $35 million. And the worldwide gross was fifty four million, so mm. not terrible. Yeah. How much did they spend on it? Do you have those? That information isn't available, but I'm sure it would have cost around the thirty million yeah. mark. I doubt it would have been like a hundred million dollar production. <laughs> I don't know where the money would have gone. I I feel like this is a film that would have gained its status. Once on it DVD. hit DVD. Yeah, for sure. And that's where we came in. Yeah, yeah, because we used to work at the video store when this came out, and I remember it was very popular. Yeah, we had a lot of copies, yeah. And also Paul still has it on DVD. Yeah, yeah. yeah which is an ex-rental copy from the ah! DVD shop. <laughs> that's so funny. I was like, why does he own this? And now I understand. Because <laughs> it's a great movie. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. <laughs> so I have another question that came about from watching the film. Mm-hmm. Would you randomly flash a dude you don't really know to get his opinion on your pubes? I tried everything. Nothing worked. I even got out the razor and gave myself a porn star trim. Want to see? Check it out. No. Is this normal behavior for a male? Yeah, I had written that down as well. (laughs) So uh, Rachel McAdams in Rob Schneider's body, to be around her house still, Mm. decides to pretend to be the gardener Mm. at the house. And the dad has this instant relationship with him as the gardener where he wants to talk about his sex life and show him his pubes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it didn't feel like something that could actually happen. But again, because of the tone of the film, yeah. like, you kind of let it slide. Mm. Yeah. But then there's this kind of a subplot as well where the mum decides 
she also wants to hang around the gardener and then tries to have sex with the gardener, <laughs> not realizing it's her own daughter. <laughs> yeah, a quite. little bit of uh, <laughs> chances are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't have a buddy swap film without without some good old fashioned incest. Yeah. <laughs> um, I liked the way the stakes were really clearly laid out as well. It's like. Um, once they figured out that it was the earrings, like the lady told them, you need yeah. to do this. You need to get the other earring and wear them both by the full moon or you'll be trapped forever. I, I liked that it was clearly defined. Yeah. yeah. I think I think a lot of work actually went into the mechanics of this script. Yeah, I, think, yeah, I do mm. give it up for that. Yeah. Just like the little things like the, the mention of the ski trip and then that coming back to be an excuse for yes. her character Completely. to be away. And, mm. Yeah, there's... It was actually well written, in it, and which is I know another surprise. <laughs> yeah, I, I think when you watch as many of these films as we do, um, you start to realize the difference between lazy script writing and yeah. like some sort of thought. Sure, even yeah. in lowbrow comedy, you should put that little bit of extra effort in. Yeah, you know, it's, like it's possible to do that and still have a funny movie. Like, and okay, so what episode is this? Thirteen. Uh, I would say maybe three films have done that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems to be like this constant mistake. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Paul. Yeah. Who's who's uh your best friend who's a girl? And Lucy, who's your best friend that's a girl? My best friend that's a girl? Yes. So my best but friend, not your sister. My best friend is my sister. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. But then my best friend's name is Lauren. Lauren. Okay. Paul. Lucy Thomas. Yay! Okay. <laughs> I was like, way to be awkward, Brendan. <laughs> All right. So, mm-hmm. if they changed into a man, would you want to have sex with them? <laughs> well, that doesn't work with Paul and I because Paul's gay. No, that's, yeah, what, that's what he's saying. So, if, if you oh, so became, if I changed into a man. If you changed yeah. into a man, would I have sex with you? Mm. Or would you want to? And so, same with Lauren. I'll let you answer first. Would you have sex with Lauren? <laughs> we have to make sure she listens to this episode. Oh my God. Now I see what you said. You can't say your sister. <laughs> I don't like this. Answer the question. I feel like Paul would definitely want to have sex with me. We've got so much in common. Paul's a slut. The thing is, though, like... How sexy of a body does Lucy swap Rob with? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just like, go to the gym today. I'm trying yeah. my best, Paul. <laughs> sexy oh, male I like body. Rob, I look like Rob Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we can't. We can't answer that. We can't answer that. Look, that's that's another segment. <laughs> if if Lucy. Turned into swap. Noah Centeno. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If Lucy swapped with Noah Centineo, yes, I wouldn't have tried to have sex with him. I would try to have sex with Lucy Thomas, is what I'm saying. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> oh, well, Brendan, would you have sex with John if he turned into a woman like John listens to this show doesn't he he does yeah I think you all my friends have... say they do but let's use this as a test yeah, yeah. let's see how uncomfortable the next uh, dinner Brendan would you have sex with John stop <laughs> answer the question Brendan 
John, I would get so <laughs> up in <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, this might be the I'm latest. I'm a married man, Paul. This might be the latest we've ever recorded. I feel like you can tell. Now's the time for our favorite segment. And if you've been following along the last few weeks, we did have what we said was going to be like a voting competition <laughs> for our three theme songs. We sang one each week. Uh, but it turned out like Brendan and I's theme songs are like absolute fucking trash. Yeah. Also, I do just want Brendan to do his. <laughs> <laughs> We've just decided to decide for you. So Lucy's rendition of the Hot or Not theme song is going to be our main theme. Is he a toot or a boot? Is she ugly or cute? Tell me, is he hot or not? Everyone is beautiful in their own way. All right. So Hot or Not. I have to say, straight off the bat, this is probably the sexiest cast we've had on the show so far, Hmm. outdoing Selfless. Whoa. Would you guys agree with that? Okay. Yes, because there's a lot more females. (laughs) Can I just quickly? Yeah. Everyone's. It's a high school movie. Everyone's. Everyone's over 18. None of these people. None of these people looked (laughs) like they could possibly be in high school. Okay. So is this how you tell us, Paul, that you have a big, filthy crush on Rob Schneider? You just said this is the sexiest cast we've had, and he is the main character. Apart from Schneider. (laughs) So the father, gotcha. The father wasn't terrible. I can't even remember what he looked like. <laughs> it's so late. Yeah. But, but Anna Faris, yeah. Rachel McAdams, yeah. Matthew Lawrence, Eric Christian Olsen. Mm. Like, what a powerhouse. Yeah. So let's just go one by one. Okay. So we'll start with we'll start with Rob Schneider, get him out of the way since he is the main character. Mm-hmm. Hard pass not for me. He was foul and disgusting. And <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Awful. Same. <laughs> um, Same. Uh, Brendan, hot or not? Uh, uh, Rob Schneider? Yeah. Uh, disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Rob <laughs> Schneider is disgusting. You can't say that. <laughs> but isn't he supposed to be? Isn't that like yeah. his... I, I think know. he owns it. He yeah. owns the fact that he's like repulsive in every way. Like you got to say... In, pa- in real life or in this film? <laughs> well, I think he has to have some sort <laughs> of self-awareness. <laughs> To but what do you c- think? Have you ever seen like a peak Schneider photo? Like really, like where he's tried his best with his outfit and stuff. Yeah, like, it's really sad. There's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was going to message him, but I'm being really mean. I was like, oh, I'll tw- I'll tweet him and see if he wants to listen to this. But now no. I'm feeling bad. But we also did say that he deserved an Academy Award nomination. Yeah, 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 yeah. It kind of reminded me of like when John Hurt played the Elephant Man. <laughs> That is so (laughs) fucked up. (laughs) So, Rachel McAdams as Jess, hot or not? Okay, so horrible haircut, horrible clothes. Like her inner beauty definitely shines out. Yeah. For sure, but it's them clothes, girl. So, you're giving her a not? No, I'm giving her a pass, but she just scrapes by. She's giving her the the Paul uh, treatment where it's like she could have been covered in shit. Yeah. <laughs> like Ryan Reynolds. And yeah. yeah. She's very beautiful. So, and you can't blame her for being a product of her time. Yeah. But still, god awful clothes. <laughs> Redden? Yeah, hot. Yeah. She's, she's stunning. 
it's yeah it's 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 not a revelation so yeah i would i would be shocked if anyone could give her a knot anna faris as april okay so it's same answer for me she like is obviously beautiful Mm -hmm. but there's many damn lips there yeah (laughs) (laughs) brendan i was gonna say hot but Lucy convinced me her lips were horrible. I'm giving. <laughs> no, she's hot. Yeah. Yeah. She's single, man. So you better watch. It. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, yeah. you're married. Katrina should better watch it. <laughs> uh, sorry, she listens. To <laughs> yeah, she she's beautiful and um, just like even her character seemed like a person yeah. that you'd want to be around totally. as well. So um, definite hot. So Matthew Lawrence as Billy. Yep. I feel like he was in the Babysitters Club movie. Would that make him even hotter? Or I, I, if if it was if him, him, then I had a crush on him at the time. Babysitters Club. Say hello to a friend. Babysitters Club. Say hello to the people who care. <laughs> um, he wasn't in Babysitters. He wasn't. Club. Not the movie. Who am I thinking of? Billy. Matthew Lawrence is Billy. Hot or not, Brendan? Uh, hot. <laughs> you silly Billy Nilly. <laughs> silly Billy Nilly. I told you I'm not having sex with you. As a character, he's a bit of a like, oh, freaking mess. Biggest loser. Like, <laughs> yeah. how could anyone love him? <laughs> the thing, the little thing they do with the kisses and the throwing the football and catching the kiss yeah. is <laughs> nauseating. Disgusting. But then. He takes his shirt off and it all just melts away. Sure does. <laughs> just perfection. Mm. Yeah. And Hot. even like the bad, he's wearing very wide leg jeans, which is a horrible look. Forgive, yeah. Forgive yeah you've, you've given fails for bootleg jeans in the past. Yeah. Like, yeah. That yeah. says something. It, it's all about the shoes and the pants. It, like it, when I look at a guy, yeah. it, I start at the feet and go up. <laughs> Never with the face. <laughs> Paul, where do you start? Um, right dick. with the dick. <laughs> that um, dick, son. I'm going to go out on a limb mm. and say that he might be, out of all the guys in all the movies we've reviewed so far, number one hottest. As the movie wow. character? No, as just pure looks take away the... You're putting him above Ryan Reynolds. I'm putting him above Ryan Reynolds. There's something about him. Yeah, he's definitely hot. But I really love Robert Guy Dan- Pierce. He's above Guy Pierce. He's definitely definitely above Guy Pierce. So Ryan Reynolds is the toss. Yeah. <laughs> but I really love I really love Robert Downey Jr. And also keyboard guy in Yes <laughs> Vice versa. <laughs> yeah. So I would say uh, Matthew Lawrence, keyboard guy, Ryan Reynolds. Wow. Top three. Eric Christian Olsen as Jake. That's the guy from Community. Yeah. Getting rid of Britta. He was such <laughs> a knob. Is the first time we see him, he had that horrible sunglasses tan? Yes. Yeah. Ooh, I hated him so much. So you give him a knob. Very hard. I don't know. Oh, okay. He's hot. Brendan? A jerk, though. Yeah, he was on Community. He's hot. Anyone who's on Community is hot. He plays the biggest jerk in Community, though. Yeah. Like a hot. total fucking hacky sack loser. <laughs> Do you know who did guest star on Community? Who? Hilary Duff. 
<laughs> Confirmed hot. Yeah. Yeah. When she was a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Let the rain fall down and wake my dreams. Let it wash away my sanity. <laughs> um, but back to Eric Christian Olsen. Mm-hmm. Definite hot. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how much of a jerk he is. Well, Paul, um, he's so much better than that. He's got a. If he was introduced, <laughs> like punching a grandma in the face and then like pissing on a baby, I would still give him hot in this film. I am out. He outraged. takes his shirt off. I'm outraged. <laughs> he had all those hickeys you've on talked, his neck, and he was so homophobic. Paul, covered in shit. You've topped it. He was he was so homophobic, Paul. He had an ugly heart. If I ever write a movie, the villain is going to be introduced punching an old lady in the face and then pissing on a baby. Just calling it. Cool. And you'll only be able to get Rob Schneider as your bloody star. <laughs> Rob Schneider is the grandma puncher. <laughs> Okay, what do you think of old mate? I know you said community. Yeah. yeah. So the uh, witch friend, hot or not? Oh, she had a lot of makeup <laughs> oh, situation wow. and and all these things, which again was such a two thousands thing. These clip ins in her hair that were curly and all a different color. Yeah. So it was a very sort of like Medusa vibe. Like yeah. they looked like curly snakes. Yeah. I just wish that they had made her a straight goth and given yeah. her like. Black hair. Yeah. She had a lot of shit going on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I agree. She looked like fucking trash. (laughs) Brendan? I I have to, like, the the goth look was just gross. I I don't like it. But it it wasn't a proper goth. Yeah, it was half goth, half rave or whatever. But she had a Marilyn Manson poster on her wall and practiced witchcraft. She's a goth. (laughs) Well, like every girl goths. had a time in the sun with Marilyn Manson <laughs> and loving the craft, all right? So don't worry about that. Last one, Alexandra Holden, who was like the redhead friend. Hot. Hot. Yeah, hot. A lot of questionable chokers and bad hairstyles. But... Yeah. But those fucking terrible chokers, they're back. Why are they back? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, make these, I don't make these rules. As a woman, you make these rules. I just want to wear <laughs> a shirt and jeans and some nice boots at all times. Yeah. You just said you love the craft. That film is just chokers. That's that's all it is. Yeah, actually, I take it back. I'm fully behind the chokers thing. <laughs> I love the craft. Yeah, let's bring it back. So uh, now it's time for our re- review segment where we look at some reviews online for the film, see what other people think. So I think this one's from Scooby-Doo on... Um, <laughs> Do it in the Scooby-Doo voice. Do it! ruh <laughs> 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 I don't know. No. <laughs> it's not going to work. Um, <laughs> this one's from Scooby-Doo on um, Letterboxd, and he writes, Heterosexuality is so fucking wild. Apparently, if a girl turns into a guy... Or Rob Schneider, her best friend and mum will both want to fuck her. (laughs) Very good. This one's from S. McRae on um, Amazon. Five stars. I, guy, being a girl temporarily. Writes, Mm. with chicks, it both deal in a very funny way of guys being girl temporarily. They both are very funny, great movies. Would you put this on the level of white chick? Oh. It's way better. Yeah. 
I yeah, I definitely. think this is definitely a superior film to White yeah. Chicks. Though, like the Terry Crews performance in that film, that's true. Made the film with the Vanessa Carlton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one's from Ivan Edgar Pratt on Amazon. Because it four stars, the obvious mirth got lost in social mythology. Oh. Is the title. Yeah. Title. So I'm going to read this in a British accent because I feel like he's British. Yeah, okay. The Hot Chick movie was a little disappointing for me, (laughs) maybe because I am a homosexual and would have gone in a more adult direction that being made real social psychological statement about being unashamed of being gay and transgender and maybe realizing that you need to come out because heterosexuality wasn't your real cup of tea anymore. The film had an excellent flow in in editing idea, plot, and what I like to call film movement. But I think the film was made to appeal to heterosexual audiences' mythology of how gay or transgender people are expected to act in heterosexuals' mind and eye. The film could have been both funny and yet a serious comedy that made a statement, but yet lost none of its expected and obvious mirth, which the director did not take advantage of as a film. I just couldn't really absorb anything that was being said because of the voice. (laughs) But absolutely, probably, all that's true. I don't know. As as a homosexual myself, I think though when you read it, when you read it, you should have said homosexual. Homosexual. (laughs) As a homosexual. Um, you should have read don't it as the what host. the fuck is going on about. <laughs> you should have right. read, read it again, but as the host of playing it straight. No. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's a lot of... Is he gay? <laughs> it's just... Okay. All I know is that they tried to say mirth a few too many times in that review. But yeah. Uh, like, uh, I don't know if you want to air this or not, but... As an honest question, watching it when you were, you know, younger and watching it now, was was there like parts of that you sort of look at now and go, oh, like, I don't know why I found that was okay or... The only, the only part of it that I really had an issue with in terms of gay jokes... Because the bartender? I could, the bartender. Oh, yeah. So there's this, on, this like mm. continuous gag where Rob Schneider's saying like things that could be construed as him being gay in front of this bartender and the bartender just slight silently stares and like gives he's him, going to beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Yeah. And then so Rob Schneider has to just overcompensate for what he's saying. Yeah. But then the end gag is that once they do the switch back and Rob Schneider's back in his own body, goes into the back of the bartender's car and then the bartender locks the door and gives him this like rape grin. And mm. then he's screaming in the car drives off as in you're trapped in the car with a gay man who's going to like anally rape you Mm. which isn't a joke that trans i just felt like there were so many things like that and yeah um i don't know it's like ace ventura you know what i mean it's just like oh yeah the transgender jokes in ace ventura yeah yeah um and you know the guy the guy in this did vomit yeah but i feel like and then after he's like holding his stomach but i feel like the joke that joke like um isn't as bad because it's the joke isn't that it's a guy the joke is that it's rob schneider it's an old guy like he says he's when he um has like yells at him Mm -hmm. it's not that he's a guy it's that he's 
that he's old. He's like, you're 30, you're a, you're a 30 year old man. Which, I mean, he looks a lot older than 30, but <laughs> yeah. I guess to a high schooler, 30 years old. Yeah. But, but also, yeah, he, he's, yeah, he thinks it's Rachel McAdams and the shock of it being. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like all the other kind of gay theme jokes weren't that bad. And then when the two, like mm. when Anna Faris kisses Rob Schneider, he's like, I'm, mm. which is Rachel McAdams. And she's like, I'm so lesbian right now. Yeah. Like that stuff isn't so bad, but the bartender definitely that yeah. didn't age. Yeah. Mm. All right. Finally, this one um, is also Amazon review. I'm emailing you regarding an employee who took my call on Amazon video issue. Her name is Tara or Kara. You were not only unprofessional, <laughs> but were rude and undermining when she took my call, even though when I asked that to have another customer service to help me, who was not rude <laughs> and it is capable of performing the job, she just said, okay, placed me on hold and came back online again. Tara spoke with me to me with aha uh-huh, each time I answered her questions. Halfway through troubleshooting and updating my PlayStation 3 for 15 minutes, she was mad that I didn't know what she was talking about when she told me to go to the setting on the Roku. She never apologized for her mistake and made me feel like I did not know what I was talking about. The issue of the video is <laughs> lack of speaking sound, but background music Why sound. We get it. <laughs> Were heard was explained multiple times, but she kept asking, Are you sure your TV sound is not muted? After we got the set speaking sound working, the movie no longer played in HD as purchased. After I clarified with Tara that yes, the device was plugged into HDMI outlet, she proceeded to ask, Are you sure your TV has HDMI? I mean, seriously. I've been a long-time customer of Amazon since it was only the books purchase and since I purchased everything on Amazon. This experience was a terrible and I'm flabbergasted that such employee is working with Amazon. On a lighter note, I love this movie. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Five stars? <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> Shit. I guess we should take this opportunity. Obviously, this was a voted on movie. Uh, our listeners chose it, and we got some nice emails saying uh, why they chose Hot Chick over our other two options. I'll read this one from our very loyal listener, Jessica. So, hey, Jessica. <laughs> Jessica wrote, please pick the Hot Chick. It's lame, but it's got some laughs and some feels. My go-to lines of the film, having stuck with me when I first saw it, are, I gotta do what? And (laughs) no clue. The outtakes at the very end are my fave. (laughs) (laughs) No clue. That was a good good gag reel. I I like that. Yeah. Love you, Wake Jessica. Thanks for voting, and thanks, thanks everyone. Jessica. And thanks everyone for voting. Like, yeah. um, it's nice to know that people are listening and people are voting. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Very and good. that we did a film that you like for once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we also uh, just while we're talking about uh, listener feedback, we did get a email from Justin, and he suggested that we review eighteen again on a future episode and gave some good reasons why mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we will definitely be doing this in the near future. It is going to be a, mm-hmm. a review. I'll read out his email on the episode, but I just wanted to let um, just to know that we got his email and, cool. and we will be doing the movie very soon. 
Thanks, Justin. So now's time for our tenuous recommendations. Uh, for our new listeners, our tenuous recommendation segment, we recommend a movie that's tenuously connected to this film. It can be through a shared director, star, theme. Lucy, what's your Oh, I'm going best. Recommendation. Um, okay, so I was going to do something else that was like a really stupid roundabout because um, when I was younger, I thought that somebody, Rob Schneider and another actor were the same person. So I was going to do a stupid <laughs> thing where I thought I recommended a movie with that guy in it, but it, that was dumb. Um, and then when we started watching it again, the minute I saw her and I hope that I jumped on this one before anyone else i was like oh my god i'm gonna do drop dead gorgeous because i love it it was made in 1999 and have you guys seen it i know paul you must have yeah i saw and you must have right that's where you recognized it from brendan i i i think i have so it's a mockumentary about a beauty pageant is it done by the same crew do a mighty wind and no no but you would think you would think so yeah like it's totally in that style i feel like i kept meaning to watch it yeah but it's i just love it so much so it's made Mm. in yeah 1999 and it's got so many heavy hitters in it yeah so it's got a young kirsten dunst a young amy adams denise richards Brittany murphy there's so many people and um Mm. so amy adams was in Drop Dead to Gorgeous no, as well as this Amy film. Adams. <laughs> not okay, Rachel McAdams. I walked straight into that, yeah. Um, but I was, the whole time I was like, oh my God, she's in my tenuous recommendations. Every time you said it, I was like, I wanted to say, <laughs> say but I couldn't. So, I mean, you guys know what it's about. Yeah, a mockumentary about a small town beauty pageant and it, it's set in Minnesota. So they've got these horrible, amazing accents. The most smartest Mount Rose pageant. Like, I just love it. <laughs> it's got so many good lines. And, yeah, so many great actresses. I don't think I said it's got Kirstie Alley and Alison Janney in it as well, um, who are great. There's all this kind of sinister stuff happening behind this beauty pageant. People keep dying or getting hurt in suspicious ways, and it's very funny. And it also has Ellen Barkin, who the connection with the cobbler. Yeah, there you go. You could have done it then. Yeah. (laughs) Damn. Good one. Um, and, And just quickly, the actress whose name I have written down in here somewhere, Alexandra Holden. So she was in the posse of girls that... The, red, uh, yeah. the red-haired one, yep. Yep, with red hair. She plays a former beauty pageant, former beauty queen. Like, she won the year before or something like that, and her gags are really funny in it. Yeah. No, yeah. she's really good in it. Yeah. Maybe I have to revisit it. Yeah, yeah. you have yeah. to. I, think you'll I watched really it again it. recently, and I, yeah, it's still really good. Yeah, you'll, uh, you'll enjoy it. Cool. Brendan, what's your recommendation? Well, this one was hard because there is so many people, mm. so many different connections. And so I went the laziest route possible. Um, but there's a few other connections as well I'd like to make. I'm choosing Mean Girls, which obviously has mm-hmm. Rachel McAdams. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, sorry, watching The Hot Chick, one of the things I thought was, I wonder how much B-roll they took of Rachel McAdams and... Because, like, you saw, like, one or two scenes mm. and I was like, oh, like, it would have been better to see more of her because we've seen her in other things and she's actually really good at yeah. comedy. Mean Girls is the same character almost, but yeah, it <laughs> except can't, we yeah. get to follow her for a mm. while. So that one. And the other one being, like I was saying about reminding me of being, like, in high school and stuff yes. again. 
I recall when Mean Girls came out, I was recommending it to a lot of my friends mm. and everyone being like, oh man, you're so gay, Brendan. Like that's such a like, wow. girly film. Yeah. And me being like, no, no, it's really good. And then be like, and then they would like eventually watch it and come mm. to understand that they were wrong. And then In more ways than one. But Then there's also the Lilo Freaky Friday crossover there. And yes. Yeah. 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 So um, many can I also <laughs> just quickly piggyback on what you said? I had a fight with two girls about Mean Girls. They were like, because I was saying it was great and it was kind of like the clueless for our generation. And they were like, clueless is the clueless of our generation. And I was like, okay, but like when we were watching Clueless, we were nine, ten years old. I don't know if that's the right timeline but when we were watching Mean Girls we were in high school and we were the same age as the characters that we were watching and that they just thought that Mean Girls was really stupid and I was like it was created by Tina Fey I'm like come on y'all and they didn't know that yeah yeah I had to school them on that do you know what's sad like the Mean Girls of this generation is probably the tell me what oh is that movie was not good. I think I literally put it on once for one minute and was like, not today. <laughs> <laughs> not today. Not today. <laughs> At least not today. Not today. Not today. Because if it's over, let it go. I just thought that was really interesting, particularly because that was when I started hanging out with Paul a lot more. Right. And I feel like I got a lot of confidence from Paul to own what I liked. Because yes. he would love like Hilary Duff films and stuff like that. So I would say like, you know, kudos to you for being a good influence on just, you know, yes. being me, you know, yeah. and in the face of being called gay or whatever. Don't you feel like that's, that's a lesson I would love to give my younger self, like just own your shit, just own it. And yeah. don't ever let anybody make you feel stupid about it. I'm a lot more like that now. But yeah. in high school, I was everything was on the DL. And also, it's a great movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My recommendation is actually connected in a few different ways. Mm-hmm. First connection, which is probably the least connection, is that it was released in the same year, 2002. Mm-hmm. The other connection is that characters in this film wear the merchandise of this film in the hot chick. And the third connection is that it shares the same song on its soundtrack, which is the song That's What Girls Do by No Secrets, which in the hot chick they're playing when they're all in the yellow beetle, mm-hmm. like singing and dancing in the car. Holy shit, what is it, Paul? Bratz the movie? No. Powerpuff Girls movie? Powerpuff Girls the yep. movie. Have you guys, either of you guys seen No. No. It's actually fantastic. It's really well done film. I wasn't, when it came out, I wasn't really a Powerpuff Girls fan. And I to this day, like, I, I like it, but it's nothing that, you know, yeah. I would say I'm a big fanboy, but I stand by the movie is actually a really entertaining, well-made, funny movie. It's uh, <laughs> it's kind of retells the origin story of how the Powerpuff Girls got made. So it, it doesn't require you to know anything about the series mm-hmm. or whatever. It starts from the beginning. Um, it's a really brief movie. It only, it doesn't even go for an hour and a half. Mm. It's an hour and 15 minutes. Well worth your time. It's actually funny, has actually a lot of energy and humor to it. The animation 
is a lot better than what you expected. It was like a cinema released movie. So mm. they upped the animation and the production level. If you miss 2D animated hand-drawn films, it's definitely something to go back and watch. The director, he did Samurai Jack and Powerpuff Girls, but now he does like all the Hotel Transylvania movies mm. with the cobblers, Adam Sandler. So <laughs> I think it's a really underrated animated film that people should seek out so that's my recommendation cool rob schneider was an animal then he was a woman and now rob schneider is a stapler and he's about to find out that being a stapler is harder than it looks rob schneider is the stapler rated pg-13 any final thoughts about I, the hot chick? I feel like there's two things that I don't know if this is, I can just organically say them, mm-hmm. but we need to work in the clip of <laughs> <laughs> the janitor wearing fake bosoms and the bee costume or whatever. <laughs> that was such a great <laughs> grab and we all laughed a lot when yeah. that judge read that out. Yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. It appears the older gentleman in the bee outfit with the fake boobs is the school janitor. As per Section 31C of the rule book, school employees are allowed to be mascots. Say hello to your new champions, the Bridgetown Honeys! And also, we haven't done Boys Are Cheats and Liars. They're such a big disgrace. <laughs> All they want to do is get to second baseball, baseball. Um, so it needs to be in there and it needed to be mentioned. So I would say, like, we all highly recommend this Tens film. across the board. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody should see Hot Chick out and watch it. It's yeah. a classic or, like, for revisit a it. You probably have already seen it, but watch it again. Yeah. Give yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Like, actually have a laugh. Yeah. Yeah. It holds up. Watch it with the family. It's like it is like a blanket that you keep in the cupboard. It's like when you're cold, you can get it out and it will keep you warm. All right. So next week, uh, we you have know, to. You know, the come down's going to be so bad. Like, it's going to be. He's gonna. It's gonna be such a punishment because we got to watch <laughs> the hot chip. But I don't. I, honestly, I don't think he can get a hold of sex trip. I'm honestly. Yeah. <laughs> so this film, I don't know. I don't know if it. I really don't know what our reactions to it are going to be. It is one that we meant to do earlier in the year and weren't able to, but it's finally available, so we can do it now. Wait. It's not sex trip, is it's it? It's not sex trip. Thank uh, God. <laughs> Let's try and think. Uh, Can we guess it? Can you remember? Uh, is it um, that that one by the Australian author? We've got to see it at the cinema. We've got to see it at the cinema. Yeah. So every day is finally yeah. available to download. Yeah. So, cool. um, yeah, that's going to be our next episode. So it was released this year. The storyline is that there's like an entity that swaps into a new body every day and then a girl falls in love with that entity. So to continue that relationship, she has to have it with somebody in a different body every day. And that person could be different genders and Mm. races and ages. And Oh, that's stressful. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like there's going to be a lot to talk about in this one. Cool. Yeah. It actually looks like a really interesting film. Is it drama? I recommend people should watch it. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we. I don't think we've done a straight drama drama yet. We've done action yeah. and we've done comedies. So this will be our first like dramatic. Yeah. Cool. 
uh, body swap. So it should be interesting. Mm. Sounds good. So if you want to find us on the interwebs, you can look at www.theswapcastpodcast.com. There you'll find all our previous episodes. And Swapcast is hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Two Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, recorded at Brown Town Studios. You can go on our Twitter, which is at the underscore Swapcast. You can go on our Instagram, which is the Swapcast Podcast. And if you search the Swapcast Podcast on Facebook, you can find us there as well. So lots of places to find us. Uh, make sure you go on our iTunes page and rate and review us because that's the best way to get new listeners for us. So um, we'd love for you to spread the word out and tell your friends to listen. So that's it for another episode of the Swapcast. Until next time, I was Paul Mitzi. I was Lucy Thomas. And I was Brendan Levi. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.